0: You ready? Y'all go in there and share it for us. If you don't mind, hit that share button, hit the like button. Let's have the conversation.
1: Yeah, I got left out last week. They, they planned behind behind my back. Probably made it happen last pr- night. What's the five? Piece? No, it ain't proper. That ain't proper Pro- nothing.
2: Proper preparation. Are you talking to.
1: Proper proper preparation prevents poor performance. How long proper we did it on Fridays?
0: Five Ps.
1: Nick, uh, let me read these text messages. Not, I no, know, no. Oh, no. I know, I know, I know. Uh, okay. Then I was about to say I was about to read these text we have, messages. We had planned
2: to do it on Saturday. I
0: know we had planned.
1: And then last minute, <laughs> nobody called me. No, cur- I had a <laughs> curveball thrown. I was excited to get in.
2: Yeah. I was excited to
1: get in with my brothers and uh, God's
2: sovereignty, man. We saved yeah, you from a wreck, I man. You
1: ain't, you ain't
0: been here in a month.
1: Man, I've been on tour,
2: man. But
1: uh, you know, the good thing is, is you know, I took a step back, and and now I'm, uh, you know, I took a step back from traveling. <laughs> you take a step now I'm, back, like step. I'm covered. happy. Oh, man. Look, you know, well, it's so crazy because um, you know we don't see, we don't see the effects of of or not necessarily the effects, but we don't see the impact that we have on people in our community. Um, Especially people that are like, are not like us, but was like us, or still is like how we used to be, right? Yeah. And um, I'm not gonna say any names, but I had a long talk with uh, a cousin of mine that you know we grew up around, and um, basically just like us, you know. And people look at us looked at us at some point, and just thought basically we were a lost cause.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And the crazy thing about it is, is that, and here's what we t- had talked about, how do you expect broken people to not do broken things? Man. I mean, think about it, like, our our families were literally dysfunctional and broken.
0: Yeah, when that's all you
1: know. And that's all you know, but how? people expected to us to do other, I mean, and that, yeah, something that's- different, yeah. That's that's the hardest part is, like, how do you get the culture to wrap, the culture that, like right now, we are in, we are in a broken culture. – we're in a culture where um, it just seems like over the past 10 years where marriage and, and, and divorces are at an all-time high and, um, you know, you have single-parent homes and you have stepdads upon stepdads. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Grateful for the stepdads to step in and fill in the gap. But, you know – there's something about, you know, parents and, and mom and dad being in the home. You know, you got, you have stepdads where where you have situations where people have gotten married, got a divorce, got another husband, got a divorce. Look at all the brokenness and all oh, the yeah. chaos, yeah. what that puts put these kids through um, day in and day out. You know, so
0: chaos just ensues more chaos. Right? You know, but but the way
1: he said it was like, you know, you uh, Broken people do broken things. Man. Oh yeah,
0: no, no, that's right. Here, let's uh, let's start it off. Welcome to another edition of Trust the Process podcast. Yours truly, Rob the People's Plug Martin, joined by always the Italian stallion, the little brother, the Reverend Nick Martin. What's up? What up? And back, back like a bad habit, like he never left, Mister Irregular String. Julius Maddox, we live in the studio. Sounding, Had to shed
1: them grave clothes off like Lazarus.
0: Sounding real, sounding real proper, proper like. Man. You know what I'm saying? So broken, broken people, they create other broken people.
1: Man, they they broken people do broken things.
0: Man, so um, her people, her people, right? So it, it also works the other way around. I went up to see my mom yesterday, and I was telling her about how 10 years ago, so, so when we was growing up and somebody came to us, and let's say they would have been like, look, y'all need to, you know, um, take take 10, 20% of whatever money you got and go take it to this financial advisor, where would you go? I mean, we don't know. We we, We didn't know nobody. Nobody looked like us, right? Yeah. So that it was very odd and foreign to us when somebody, if somebody would have told us that, they may have told us that information, but we would not have felt comfortable enough to go and pursue someone like that because first of all, he don't look like us. We don't trust him. Yeah. So how can you ever be exposed to that lifestyle if nobody ever looks like you does, d- does whatever particular thing that you're wanting them to do? Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't you can't you can't be exposed to that if you're if you've never been um I don't know what I'm trying to explain like
1: Well, I mean if if, if it, like a lot of times all we know is what we see. Right. So if we don't see these people and we don't know these people, we don't trust these people. So especially like a lot of times, and we know in prominent families that they have somewhat—not a physical blueprint, but they have somewhat of a blueprint. Oh yeah, nice of, of what you're supposed to be doing in life. So typically, you know, for example, um, you're you're you, you know you have kids that you know they go to school. A lot of times they have tutors at home, or I'm saying even the smart kids got Man, people who are tutoring them. They got a nice
0: them. blueprint, don't they? Um,
1: they have, uh, they put them in certain things like piano lessons and. Things to broaden their mind. Hey, they,
0: piano lessons changes things. I know up. they
1: take them on vacations and uh, they they expose them to a whole different level of of life. Like, yeah, I have this. So my, my neighbors next door, um, they they pretty much own. Shout out to the Winks. They own a lot of the farm in that area, right? Yeah. And you know, uh, my neighbors next door, their son, he's uh, you know I've, you know since I've lived there for about two years since he's probably about fourteen. But um, as I'm watching, he's doing the same thing his dad is doing in the summertime. Oh, yeah. So well, once his dad would be, you know, mowing and uh, uh, spraying, uh, you know, the, the weeds and, and and tilling the ground and, and doing all this stuff, I literally watched this young man transition to start his dad, doing yeah. all that and from there, operating, like, literally operating machinery and doing, oh, like, yeah. you know, them big combines and, and big yeah. tractors and all of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, whenever we was that age, you know, our parents was in the grind mode. Uh, they all were hustling. Like, his dad is a, is a form of, of putting in hard work, hustling. But our parents was a different type of hustling. Like, I remember my dad getting up and knowing we had to have some money for something and what he would do, he would last minute go hustle some money. Yeah. He would wash windows, or he would go sell ads for the dustbow and doing all these different things. And Dras- my mom
0: drastic decisions.
1: Yeah, my mom, she did what she was uh, what she was doing. You know, um, I remember I was like maybe like eight or nine, and you know, I, of course, I didn't see my dad just get up and go to work every day. But what I did see, I, I, I heard my mom and my dad like like literally fighting and screaming at each other, right? Yeah. And I, it's crazy because you remember these things, and my dad said, "I'll sell crack if I want to." Yeah. And I just thought about you know I didn't really know what it was. I knew it was bad, um, just because you you know you hear about people calling other people's parents crackheads, and you know the whole spiel about that. Right. But let me tell you what you you know what hit different that that hurt me the most that crushed me, was in ninth grade when somebody came home. Two people told me. My dad, dad was a crackhead.
0: Yeah, yeah, your dad's a crackhead. When that when that reality sets in, um, I don't think that you realize even what you're in. Because when you're a kid, like, that's normal to you. Yeah, the, the
1: dysfunction was normal. You don't know normal. no difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's
0: not until somebody with the outside view comes in and says, nah, like, look, nah, y'all are really crazy. Your dad ain't normal. Plus, he's buying crack from my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't crush a kid.
1: Uh, look, I remember uh, uh, when I used to get strung out on Xanax, I'd be on a mission. I had a list. <laughs> look, I had a list of people that I would, look, I would go bully them just about every right. single day. I know that's right. And uh, let them know, like, look, if I catch you selling my dad crack, I'm going to beat yeah. you out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going at it. Look,
1: and, and that's the crazy thing about it, but here, here's here's what it is, Rob. Here's the Here's the kicker. Everything that I hated, I became.
0: I became, yeah.
1: So... Everything that I hated, I became because of what I perceived. And
0: subconsciously,
1: whatever it was, I picked up on it. And guess what I was doing? Selling crack.
0: You're normal. You become your
1: normal. Selling crack. Yeah, you thought become. I thought was cool.
0: You you think, unless you're exposed to a certain level of life, you're going to naturally just adapt to whatever whatever you've seen.
1: Now, because we're a fallen nature, at some point, we all, everybody, mankind, period, we all... Choose to do the wrong things at some at some point in time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But some people, I think there's different level of wrongs, and there's different levels of learning experiences, and some people are able to.
0: It's not. Like, it's just like right now. But some things you you're going to give your kids a certain level of exposure, right? So that's why our job, even though when they become older and they start making their own decisions, our job is to still stack
1: that deck in yeah. their favor. What's up? What do you say, Reverend? I know you you've been no, silent over.
2: No, I just think. Uh... Man, he's thinking about the like, bank account. No, you re- you, yeah. you reproduce. You reproduce what you are, right? So yeah. like Pit bulls reproduce pit bulls. Like uh, lions reproduce lions. Man. So what happens in uh, broken families is you re- usually uh, you pass that on and make more broken families. And uh, I just think that you don't see the uh, effects of what you're doing in the moment because it's normal. So, uh, dysfunctional in a home is normal. Uh, yelling in a home is normal. Right. And in psychology, they'll say, if you're used to a loud home and you come in and it's too quiet, you'll make, you'll no- make noise. You'll, you'll make noise. Because yeah, Man, that's quiet- crazy. Because Man. the quietness feels uncomfortable to yeah, you. Yeah, some
0: people are so used to chaos that peace is foreign to them. And like that's it almost wh-
2: feels like when things are going good and normal, it's almost so you feel like something's wrong. And that's why that. you
1: like you see in recovery where people... Dive off the like where where nine times out of ten you know people leave recovery people don't make it the first uh, thirty days or even the first, i mean, like it's very rare to see somebody make it a year I think it oh, yeah. it starts to fall off as the time goes mm-hmm. because people are not used to living life outside of chaos yeah
2: so like Tim Keller says you can take the uh, you can take people physically out of slavery more easily than you can take them mentally out of slavery that's it. And I think, so, like, you'll see people do a long time in prison. And what they call it in prison is you get institutionalized. Yeah. And that becomes your normal to wake up, make your bed, child time. You do this. You're, you, you're very structured.
0: Yeah, you got a good routine So going what on.
2: happens when you get set free is you're mentally still incarcerated. That's right. You're mentally still institutionalized. And I think that's what happens in broken generations is – you're institutionalized to that that's normal. Man, that's good. So what we do is, you know, we just use the same system that we see. So, like I've even thought about this. At 16, my mom was just like, "Get a job." Not a good job. It was just get a job. Not a good, not a job that was like, "Hey, this will help you in your career and later on in life." Right. It was, "Hey, you, if you gotta go work at," and I'm not saying nothing's wrong with it. But if you gotta work, go work at McDonald's or Long John Silver's or Burger King, instead of thinking long term of, let's go. Uh, you know, can you intern somewhere? Can you do this? Can you do that? Right. What do you want to do when you get older? Let's go ahead and put you in that position.
0: I'd say, uh, also just kind of talking about that and being in certain situations in certain environments. Man, I'm telling you, whenever, so like what Jew was saying about um, his cousin who was having this conversation with him about how broken people uh, just do broken things, a lot of times the system is broken around you. So how can you ever ever come up out of a system that's broken and broken is, is just all normal to you? So why would somebody who is in a position wanna come out of something when it's so easy to stay broken? Right. Mm-hmm. So like,
2: I, I wrote that on uh, Facebook the other day, and I've been thinking about like prison reform all week. Man. And I think one of the problems with getting out of prison is you usually go back to the same environment that hey, you, that got you locked up in the first what place. What percentage
0: of, of people do you think that prison helps? Very few. Like 10%? Yeah. 10% that goes to prison and it changes them? Yeah. I would say that's about right. Because here's the thing. If I'm living in a neighborhood and all I've known for generations is we've came from this neighborhood. We grew up in this neighborhood. We stayed in this neighborhood. My mama did the same thing. My grandmama, my great grandma, uh, my dad, our dads wasn't around. Males didn't have an influence in our lives. So then the government comes in like they did back in the seventies. They started building what they was calling the, 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 the housing authority. Right. Yeah. Which is the, the projects. projects in my projects. And so what happens is, is when living in the projects become normal, uh, get, getting food stamps become normal, uh, not having to work becomes normal. What? Why else would you expect for me to do anything when you make it so easy yeah. to stay broken, right? <laughs> so it, they what they do is they take they take these buildings. They, somebody can walk to the uh, to the to the um, what is that place called where you go get like food stamps and stuff? The SNAP office. All right, so it's easier to get there than it is to get to, like, a uh, job fair. Yeah. Right? They make I mean, it readily available yeah. for you to come there. You can come get all the vouchers you want, mm-hmm. and, 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 and you'll, we'll, we'll hand it out to you so you can stay in this condition.
2: So the projects are great, uh, and they're bad at the same time. So what happens usually in the projects is, guess who kids hang around other kids in the projects, right? Yeah, broken yeah. Broken people do broken. So, so it's, it goes back to broken yeah. people find a broken environment and do broken things. It's your 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 mind isn't even expanded. The whole system beyond, is broken beyond the projects because everybody that you're friends with, they live in the same projects. And guess what? Their mom and dad do also. They're usually on you know a lot of times they could be on drugs or in broken families, and they're in that same type of system. But I think you can. Um, break the system it just takes a lot more hard work the system is broke the system right the, well it's, it's set I thought up. about that I was trying to think like it's prison good like I think prison is good some people do need prison like I think jail is good yeah, I was thinking jail like what, changed my life. I was thinking like what do we do to change jail is good and it's for a purpose it's your mindset that's broken yeah.
0: yeah 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 no doubt that's exactly I think that's where it starts at but if you've been conditioned over so many years of this is normal mm. how, how do you ever get out
1: yeah, because people are conditioned to think that jail's normal, like it's it's okay, it's a part of
0: their life. You right? know that a lot of people, especially in the bigger cities, their whole goal is to get locked up.
1: Well, a lot of times, because it, it's easier to go to jail than it is to That's survive right. on the street. To streets. maintain, yeah, like you get you get a hot meal, you get they, they call three it three hots two, and a cot, yeah, two three hots in a cot, yeah. So, um, okay, you know, at the end of the day, you get you get healthcare. They'll they'll if, it might take a while.
0: Yeah, they, you can't tell me no if I get sick.
1: Yeah, so all these things so it's easy to survive in jail. No responsibility think about being in jail. No responsibility. And I started to get scared. I, I told Dick this one time. I'm like, man, I'm getting scared. Why why would I be getting scared? Well, because I was getting comfortable. That's it. I was That's like it. I was in that bed mode. You know where you like I'm about to lay it down you word. know you're about yeah. to get time.
0: Man, you start so, you start w- waking up smiling, happy. Yeah, something, you start different. enjoying the smell. Yeah, you start, you know,
1: you're playing you wake it up to to do whatever it is. Well they're playing dominoes. Once I started thinking like that, <laughs> I was like, "No, I got to get you out of here. Have... I'm getting, I'm getting too comfortable." I was probably about two months in. Your natural state. I was stuff like, "Look, in. I'm getting, I'm getting comfortable. Like it ain't bothering me like it should, and and this ain't." And I was already transitioning. Like the difference is, I would wake up, I'd read my Bible, I would do all these things, right. But I still didn't want to get comfortable. I would hear people talk about, uh, "Yeah, I'm, um, on this one, I'm facing twenty eighty five. I'm about to just lay it down. Might be able to do an appeal and all this stuff." And I'm thinking, dog, you got four kids at home. Hey, man. And you are just okay. You are okay with, with your current situation. And that is not okay. Like, these dudes, are, they're okay with going to prison. And this is what what hits me so much is, like, I can't tell you how many people that in my time at and Centers that I've seen with 10-plus years on the shelf, and they knew they was going to at least go back and do five. Man. Throw okay. it all away. And this is oh. why,
2: like I taught on this on Wednesday, why identity is so important. is because a lot of the times, what do people do? They think, I'll move and my, and oh, my yeah. life will change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll move to Evansville and that will change that's everything right. because it's the environment. No, yeah. The problem is, you're taking your mind with you, you're taking yourself with you. And that's why I think you have to have your identity rooted in Christ and your identity rooted in who He says you are. Because if not, you're just managing internal and external darkness. Absolutely. And I think that's why, like, I remember when Johnny used to say, Nick, you're so much smarter than what you do. You're so much smarter than how you act. You're so much smarter. But I didn't want to believe that about myself. That felt my, weird, I didn't, didn't want it? to believe that about myself. Yeah, when people tell you that. Because that felt weird, because didn't it, it? it was more comfortable not working. That's right. It was that's more right. comfortable yeah. not having to, you know, grind through um, – um, the low expectations because the bar was real low, so that's real comfortable. Yeah. Of like, look, you ain't ain't no really no expectations of me. You're, like, you're not
0: pushing yourself. Why would you expect yeah. for me to get up and go to work? Yeah, exactly. You know what yeah.
2: I'm saying? Like that's foreign.
0: It's yeah. like going
1: to the gym and lifting the same weight every single day. Exactly. Or like going
0: down uh, in weight. Yeah, or going it's, down in yeah. weight. It's
1: it's, it's 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 you're not even maintaining. You know what I mean? It just becomes a. a you're just a, existing. A, a, yeah, just existing. So it hit me last night. It's it's funny. We talk about this because. I was watching the show The Blacklist, and um, man, and there's a season where uh, one of the main characters in there, you know, she loses her husband. Um, she's being chased by people around the world that uh, are trying to, you know, kidnap her, or kill her because of what her parents did. Yeah. She's like an ex FBI agent, so she's off. She's off in the wilderness at one point, literally like in the middle of nowhere after she had um, been in a coma for a year. And lost her husband. Um, She left the FBI. She's just out in the wilderness trying to, you know, live life and find her way again. Well, uh, these guys stumble upon her and uh, they tell her it's a a plane wreck. Like she's in the middle of nowhere and it's like literally like, you know, below zero outside. And um, so they knock and ask for help. Uh, She allows them to come in. But anyway, long story short is these guys end up being uh, mob bosses and. They came, or some of the mob boss's henchmen, and they came to find this this guy that she was that she had found outside. Yeah, and she was trying to like help him, you know, get his health. He was sick, trying to get him to a hospital. Well, um, come to find out again, they're part of the mob, and so she ended up killing all. Ended up killing all these guys. It was it was like
0: the mob guys.
1: Yeah, she killed them all. Like she was she was a she was a bad dude. Oh, uh, she was a killer. I mean, she was in the FBI. She had been through so much. Oh, I got you. To get to that
0: point. Like, Look, so, like, she was a the, lethal you, person. You, yeah, you out in the woods, it's going to so do something to
1: you. I remember, um, she was like, I wasn't, she told that the guy I was on a walkie-talkie when they killed her dog and killed the uh, the cop that had came to help uh, in the shed, she was like, um, she said something like, he was like, well, it's, it's four, five of us against one of you, and she was like the uh the difference is or something like that. She's like... Uh, what you been through? I'm built for... The, yeah, Man. I've been... She, she kind of hinted on that, but she's basically like, I'm built for this. But long story short, when she had killed everybody and she came back to wherever she was uh, from, to the FBI uh, agency or whatever, she was just talking how um, trouble found her. No matter where she went, trouble, fi- trouble will find you. So... Even the look, so the point I'm trying to make is even if you are living a different life, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you
1: have to be able to handle situations a lot differently as they come, and that comes from growing. That's right, because nine times out of ten, it doesn't matter who you are, what you've been through, where you've been, trouble will always try to find you. I can't tell you how many times trouble has tried to find me. But the difference is, is I'm not going for it nowadays. The way that, My, you, the
0: way that you handle it is yeah. different.
1: And it's because I've went through everything to get to the point to where I'm at today, just like this lady. Um, she handled herself a little differently, but I went, but not really because she fought for what she believed in, what was right, and that's saving this guy. So I, maybe it's a worldly comparison, but nah, for, for, for me saying that, like, you have to go through it. Whenever you come from being broken and being in that life situation— you have to take those life examples of what you've went through and how you've progressed in life, and you have to put those into play. You know, you have to take the things that you learned and start to be able to handle situations differently because if if, if you're still doing the same things and handling situations the same way you was handling them five, ten years That's ago, it. then I would kind of question where you're That's at in your it. walk with the Lord, right? That's it. And I
2: think, so a lot of it is, And I I was talking to somebody about this yesterday, and like Paul put that on the thing is, a lot of the times it's it's excuses, right? So we point all of our fingers like all around at everyone else. Oh, yeah. And I remember when uh, Rob Pierce looked at me in my eyes and said, you're gonna lose your family and it's your fault. Yeah. He said, it ain't nobody else's, it ain't your mom's fault, it ain't your family's. He looked at me and said, this is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. And for the first time ever, I couldn't think of like nobody else to blame it well, on. Well, it was that. Circumstance. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 oh, and, it is my fault. And, and if God would have gave me different, you know, uh, uh, circumstances, then this would have been like. And he was like, "No, it's this is your fault." Yeah. And I remember for the first time in my life, just for thinking for the
0: first time, in this forever. was my, this is my fault. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like th- Dang, I am he's right. I am responsible for yeah. this. Yeah. And I I, slow, no, I I I quit looking. For the excuse, I quit looking for a trouble. I quit looking, and I blame me. I, yeah. I took the. I, I stopped blame shifting. I it said, was internal. This was on me.
1: Let, let me let me uh let me tell you guys this though. Seriously, this is why I appreciate you guys. This is why I appreciate Rob Martin also. So um I know right. This is crazy. I remember a little about about two years ago when we first started this podcast. Rob told me he said your wife is a direct reflection of you. And it didn't set right with me. <laughs> I'm telling you, we got in arguments about it. It Literally, about a year and a half ago, he told me, your wife is a direct reflection of you. And for I didn't want to accept that That's for heavy. any reason at all. It's heavy. It's real heavy. Because the way my wife was acting, that means it was on me. <laughs> and I wasn't willing to accept that because I was so holy at the time. You know, I was. I think I was still at Free the Sinners and all this stuff. And... But you know what? Over the past year, me and my wife have grown exponentially, and I think it's because I finally realized that um, it was all on me. Yeah, I was yeah. allowing and enabling. I was, uh, you know, I wasn't being a good steward to my own wife. Yeah, and it's not like I was like beating her or doing. I you mean, know, I would allow certain things to slide, and 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 you know, as time went on, you know. Um, And a lot of it resulted in spending money or just being somewhat worldly and things like that. But um, I had an opportunity to share that with a a friend of mine that's having a hard time. And really, I I knew it made sense because I came to the conclusion a long time ago, once I accepted it, like, yeah, your wife is a direct reflection of you. And all this goes in together because we're talking about changing and and growing, right? But, um, man, it, it just... For, for a man to be able to accept responsibility and move forward in a progressive way, that's where real change continues to happen. Oh, yeah. And
2: even I oh, think, yeah. like, to go beyond your wife. And woman, and woman, yeah. To go beyond your wife, I think your kids are a, a reflection right. of yeah. your parenting, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, Bella's eight, about to be nine. She's at a curious stage of, you know, dad, what's this? Or why are things like this? And it's up to me as a parent to cultivate her mind and shape her mind. And I was, I was at Heritage yesterday, and I seen their mission statement. And it was to give these children a biblical worldview. And I just thought, like, how important that is, not only at Heritage, but in my home, to give Bella a proper, a proper biblical worldview. And it's up to me as her parent. Like, she's a reflection of what I'm pouring into her. And I, and I seen this video of this chef. He's a world-known, uh, a world-famous chef. And he said, the first time I ever read a book was in prison. Wow. So think about, like, did you ever read, like, did you... Like did Never. you ever read growing up like books that no. would no. books that would like entice your mind? I don't think yeah, I ever would read broaden my books. Your mind. stimulate yeah. your mind.
0: You know how you had the uh you got those points? Accelerated reading reading books?
1: books? I can't tell you how many tests I failed. I didn't
0: watch I didn't read the book, I watched the movie.
2: And I think really? no, I w- it I w- still w- failed. But yeah. even think about that, like, even around the the kids we surround yourself with, and that's why it says like brokenness produces brokenness, is if you would have read a book, they would have said, Jew, you're lame.
0: Yeah. That's right. Like, because... Like, why are you reading? Yeah, Jew, what are you doing?
2: Like, what? Like think about if you was reading that at 10 years old, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Jew, what are you reading that stupid Rich yeah. Dad, Poor Dad for? You ain't rich and ain't never going to be... Like, that's what it was... And then you would have put down the book.
1: Yeah, I read the teen version, by the way.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the, the thought, well, the thought process is I never learned these things as a teen. Yeah. So why would I jump right into the book I well, can oh, yeah. learn, you know, the very basics first and then understand, you know, the the, the other terminology behind it. So oh, yeah. um man, and it's just, you know, we're just in a season of I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, like the Lord has just put me back in a season of just growth and accepting it and just being okay with uh being okay with my current circumstances. The biggest thing now, I think, um, is is again, um, for me and this is kinda off the off track, but um, is not allowing money to bully me. Oh, yeah. I'm done. I'm done allowing money and my finances. Not, I'm not saying not to save, but I'm saying like.
0: Money should never dictate how you feel. How you move, how you maneuver yeah. through the streets. Who you are, your Who character. Who you are. I'm
1: done allowing money to bully me because, you know, I'm living out of fear. So when you live out of fear, you're living outside of what God is calling you to do. That's right. So um, and, and everything revolves around money and not of, not of Christ. Yeah. So now the mindset is is look, Lord, you, you've had me since I've, since since I've I've come to you, or you've or you've brought me in. So why am I why am I always worried? So it's just you know it's 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 another season of growth, and and because and, ain't that
2: weird? Like God can bless us right with money, with money and our home, and, and like I would say, all of us are farther than we probably ever have been in life. Man. Yeah. But then that becomes the biggest stressor. Yeah, I know, right? Like it becomes almost like. But why? Idolatry. Because
1: we allow it to. Idolatry. And we
2: allow it to, and you know, at one time I couldn't have never imagined having even like ten grand in my bank account. Get
1: your wife a Palestine dog. <laughs> Get her one. Man. Look, I'm, I'm, look, I'm telling you. Look, the first look,
0: lady wants a Palestine. When man. you have
1: a good wife.
0: Like look, literally That's right. I'm, I'm, look, talk, I'm Judy. I'm realizing talk it, man. Look, when you. you have a good wife she, deserve a she deserves a
2: Palestine Hey, she no, deserves
1: a Palestine nigga. She deserves to be sitting Dick. in them seats. Hey, but
2: here's the thing she deserves to be sitting in them seats. Dick, look, here's the look. thing. I read this the other day. <laughs> yeah, <You can, laughs> plus seats. You can nah, read it all He of ain't that. with it. No, nah, but like the pressure even that money and debt puts on your family, right? So like I'm not saying uh, a Palestine couldn't be in the future. Yeah. But we're not going to go in debt to get it. No,
1: no, I get Nick. what you're saying. What I'm saying Nick, is, is, I'm
0: just saying it is Mother's Day.
1: Is there things you can nah, change? You if there's things that, that, you can change. You can manipulate. Hey, if Nick wanted it, it, when it he make it work?
0: Uh, Nick they be like, oh, carry the two, take nah, away the one. we could be like, we ain't, doing like, like, now. We ain't no
1: No, nah, look, Nick, be like, I gotta go. I gotta go pick up some dressers. I gotta go pick <laughs> up some beds. <laughs> we um, doing we, we
2: gotta make this money shape. by any means. By we, any means, that's why we don't go by feelings. We go by facts, right? Yeah. The first lady
0: deserves a palisade. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean. She can, we can. She can uh, look at one, a toy one. Go test drive one. Nah, but that's what. Look, think about what that does to you. It it, it fools you into thinking I can go get that. I can afford that.
1: Well, we listen to Eric Thomas and what Eric Thomas tell you. Can you you afford it?
2: Nah, it ain't in the budget. What does Eric
1: Thomas tell you? Nick at three hundred a month could be a Palestine.
2: Three hundred a
1: month for ten years. How do you? How do you say a Palestine? Nick in ten years you're gonna be a millionaire. A so why are you worried? <laughs> persi- persi- why are you hey, worried?
2: Hey, guys, do not take these guys financially. No,
1: I, what I'm saying is I'm not saying go out and just spend that extra $300. Yeah. But think about how many things we spend worthless money. I mean, like, not worthless money, but we oh, yeah. where we spend money on worthless things That's it. that could add up. So if y'all like, really want this, thing. Palestine.
2: No, yeah, we don't. Here's the thing. And she said, we know. <laughs> she does. The thing. Where's John at? That's Where's Jonna at? That's what you want right now, though. But think about in three years, guess what's going to be out? Another new car, right? Man, so, look. Another I don't new know. Car. They did
0: something different with these Hyundais. Uh, look, I'm just these telling Hyundai's you. These Hyundais are different. They did raise the bar. When you're exposed,
1: when you're exposed and you sit around a table full of millionaires and how they treat their wives. You can't go back to be the you same. You can't go back to be yeah. the same. Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm just saying, like, my eyes have been opened like never before. Like, and it's not about being around millionaires, but how the, and it's not about loving your wives with, like, uh, for example, one of my good friends, one of, one of them down there, I mean, yeah, but anyway, um, man, we, it's, it's pretty cool because we talk about this ring that she has and she doesn't, she never wanted this ring. Yeah. They could, I mean, they could have literally, I kid you not, this ring looks like a grape. Really? The diamond is big as a grape. And and I share this story is because his wife never wanted it. But at one point in time, he lost everything, and he pawned. Man, come on. He pawned. Come on. He pawned. He, they got to the point to where they even lost. They had a $50,000 Rolex, and he, and he saw. Look, he tried to sell the Rolex because they fell on hard times. When you feel something like that. And look, he got ripped off. Look, he got ripped off for the Rolex. It was a scheme. So he, he made a point that once he grinded and got back to that point, he's like, I know she doesn't want this. But I'm a blesser anyway. Oh yeah. And I mean, and and I know that's look, and that's oh, not look, about what.
2: That's what I told my wife earlier. I said this is the year of sacrifice. Next year is the year of freedom. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm just giving, <laughs> Look, I'm giving you a hard time. I mean, I'm now, just look, playing. That's what I. Ta- that's what I just texted her ten minutes yeah, ago. You're a guru. Is the, this is the year of sacrifice. Nick is a money guru. No, I, like I'm, no, I'm but, just. I'm just no, kidding about no, that, but like, think, seriously. But think about that, like. And this is why I think a lot of people stay broken and in poverty is because. We want it before we get there, yeah. right? Oh, there's so no seasons. There's no separation yeah, no of no se, seasons. There's no separation of seasons. And that's the one of the bad things yeah, about I agree. Even credit is it fools you into thinking I can go get that.
1: I'm just saying if you guys wanted to and you wanted to make it happen. make it Y'all could make it happen, make it happen. Make it happen without even, without him. even losing. Then we're
2: gonna have pressure. Man. No, you're
1: man. not gonna have pressure because you're already spending three hundred dollars on something else. On something else that just goes.
2: And in the heart the heart creates another idol that you want.
1: I mean, absolutely. I right? mean, that's
0: that's a part of being a human. You know, you got. I know be for able to fight birth- it off. I know for Nick's birthday, she pulled up in a new
2: Nissan.
1: Hey, and she wasn't playing either. Man, she wasn't playing. She wasn't playing though. She
2: pulled up with more debt. Look, <laughs> now he, now he, tra- why Dang. is he
0: putting it off like it ain't that big of a deal? just no, no, sell, really sell it, sell it, and go go back to her old beater truck. I'm just I telling
1: you to think. It. I'm just telling you to think deep about it. About it. The, the.
0: If you're trying to sacrifice, <laughs> you'll sell both them cars. Thought get her something small and get you a an old and you'll truck. You get your old beater. Thought about it. You'll
1: get you get your dick. You look.
2: You're a sacrifice.
1: We man. drive a Hyundai. We 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 ain't a it man, ain't I, a, I ain't a palace slide. I just watched what's it the, called?
2: I don't, Santa hey, Fe. Man, I just watched. We, drive, we got a Santa yeah, Fe. Santa a Santa fe. Palace look, I palace yeah. I just watched a sermon about it. Man, he said uh, we we got garages that we can't park in because we got stuff in there. And it, man. He was like the richest person in the world. Is not who has the most; it's who needs the least.
1: Listen, some of the two richest people in the world. I mean, here is another one that kind of goes to what you are saying. Some of the two richest people in the world got divorces. Bill Gates
2: just got a divorce. Man, yeah. hey, I was uh, shocked when I see yeah, that. And, I said and, something and ain't so right. So it goes to show you, money, money Jeff, don't buy everything. Up, they got a divorces. Something but, ain't right. But you know what it's
1: about? It's about how you treat your wife, man. man. That's right. Um, and and like and that was another thing when I was down there. The way this man treated his wife. And the way she smiled in front of of everybody, Uh, like you knew it was real. Yeah, yeah. And he would be like, baby, you just so. (laughs) Look, we'd be across the table. We'd be like, baby, you just look so good in that chair right now. And she would just smile. And I was like, man, that's how I want my relationship to be. Like with my wife to where we're just. We've been together for 30 years, and we're still loving each other even more. It just made me see how to love my wife even more whenever I was exposed to this type of love. You know what I mean? Like. And these are people that can have whatever they want, whenever they want, and however they want. They can treat yeah. people however they want. How old are they? Sixty.
2: So that so one thing I would think about is they walk every morning. Do they together every single morning so, for thirty years? No, but here's one oh, yeah, thing. You walk, here's you walk, you thing walk I, together. Here's one thing. It'll I, change here's, something. here's one thing I think about is like they're sixty, so they have a lifetime of experience, right? And a lifetime of but what we try to do, we try Figuring to jump, we try to jump
1: the hill. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I yeah.
0: They
2: was probably, they
0: they so not like, probably, they was where y'all was at at one point. The point, the point I'm trying
1: to make is, is
0: I'm, I, I didn't mean to
1: interrupt you, but the point I'm trying to make is just to love your wife. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean material. I'll just, you know, I'm just saying that just to be funny. Because
2: here's what I know. And I, like, Jonah's, uh at 40, like, I, she has the choice. I'm going to give her the, like, she knows uh, she can retire. Yeah. At 40. Like, so, whether she works or not, it's going to be up to her. Nick ain't going to let her return. And, and look, that's going (laughs) to – Nick's going to be like, it's another year of sacrifice, baby. Nah. We got another 10 of sacrifice, baby. Nah. (laughs) But that's going to look sweet to people looking. uh, They're going to be like, how did they do that? Yeah, when she's
1: been working since she was 18, 17, you know. Like,
2: the 22-year-old person looking would be like, how did they do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I wish my wife didn't have to work. Yeah, but they don't understand the heels. They
0: don't understand she secured that bag. Yeah, they don't at an early age. And at a, very, at in, a young yeah, age. When, when Nick he, was in the John, trenches. K, John Q taught her well. They don't understand the dedication. Man. and The, the years of Joy, sacrifice. Man, ain't that it? The, the years of sacrifice. Hey, that's yeah. been on Nick's forefront, ain't it? This hey, it is the year sacrifice. of sacrifice. Don't say it nothing. is. Look, Look, don't ask for you nothing. you know what it is?
1: Because well, we, we've been reading in our D group Bible. We're in, um, right now, we're in like Genesis chapter 40 through 50, but. Uh, where we're talking about the seven years of uh, <laughs> seven years of famine, <laughs> and, and basically that's what the Lord is telling Joseph is like, look, right, it's time. It's the seven, seven years, a seven years of up. sacrifice. Yeah, everybody
2: else was looking silly. Yeah, we
1: that. got. Oh yeah, then when it, when it hits, no, and that's the, the the exact point is whenever you know whenever the time hit, you know the, the at the end of the day, the, even the Egyptians that lived in the land Man. sold themselves and their livestock because they didn't prepare. That's right. They didn't prepare in those seven years.
0: Man, you wasn't saving up whenever I was telling you, look. yeah, and, It's coming. And, and so, you know, that. and here's the
1: crazy thing about it. This is a nugget for everybody. Check this out. Because the Israelites was in favor with God, Man. they were taken care of. That's right. That's right. And the Egyptians...
0: What about they, they Joseph? they didn't have favor? What about Joseph though? Because you know he was going through a season before that where he could have blamed everything on God and said, "God, why am I going?" Man, Joseph this? had favor, not realizing well, that God was you know, prepa- well, well,
1: wasn't preparing him because because God had uh, because God had instilled it in him over and over again that I am with you. That's right. That's, that's I am right. with you, Joseph. No matter the situation, I am or the with circumstance. You. Yeah. I can't tell you in one chapter like how many a times it said that I am with you. Yeah. Mm. I am with you, Joseph. Yeah. So in times, and this is what I, I didn't relay last night, um, just in my little rant that I went on. But um, guys, in a season when we go through seasons of afflictions, just hold on to the promises That's and realize right. that That's right. the Lord is with you. I promise you that. I promise, and this is if you're saved, literally, like if you're sa- if you are a child of God. Yeah, the Lord is with you, and He will. You won't. Go, you won't go without. Now, life right. may look a little different. Yeah. Uh. You know your plate might not be as full.
0: Trust me, we're going through it right now.
1: But it's going to be enough.
0: I just had to tell my wife the other day like, you know, there something is is beautiful like the season of waiting, the season of uh in the middle, uh, the season of uh when you're waiting on something to happen. Yeah. Like it but the waiting is where you learn to appreciate like the blessing. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. if you just went from blessing to blessing to blessing, how would you ever appreciate You couldn't appreciate yeah, it. Yeah,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: You couldn't appreciate That's why people, look, if it comes easy, it goes easy. You know what for I'm sure. saying? Like, so right now I had to remind her, like, just because we're in this season, God is still with We're still blessed. Oh, yeah. We ain't, God ain't, just like he was with us in the last season, he's going to be with us in the next He's also with us in the middle. I mean, I
1: don't really know your current situation and what's going on. I'm, I'm assuming about, on Nick's couch. That's I'm say, I'm assuming it's about the house.
2: Sleeping on Nick's couch. But um, he got it made. He got a whole living room. I know room. he got it
1: set up,
0: didn't
2: he? Nick got okay. a big house. He took my fireplace in his room. Nick <laughs> got a big house. <laughs> <laughs> Nick <laughs> keeps his temperature on sixty. Drew, <laughs> <He took laughs> <a>, uh, <laughs> you would sleep good in there.
0: Oh
1: no, I, know it. I
2: love it. It's a cave. It's there a, ain't no windows. I love hey, it, Drew. It ain't no suffering.
0: Talking about We in the what? We, we in the way. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's what I'm
2: yeah. saying. That's, that's we we got like his, he got his own shower down there. That's what had I had to back. tell her. Hey, it's a, you know how we used he to could live. He can step out the
1: back and jump in the pool. You know how
2: we used to live when we lived with Jew. It was like, hey, I guess you're going to sleep beside me. Or yeah, we're going to have to ride it out. We're going to ride it out. It's different times nowadays. I'm yeah. like. You live. <laughs> well with think about how I'm blessed like, we are hey, though. Nick, exactly. Nick, Nick, got, Nick <laughs> got
0: Nick got uh like uh, the equivalent of like a, a guest house. You know how you got the real house, then you yeah. got the guest house. Yeah. Look, we just going to stay out in the guest house and live good. Oh, uh, no. You I know
1: what I'm saying? Look, step got, right up. So, I've been got, seeing Chloe hey, take look, pictures by the pool every he day. It got me I rethinking
2: mean, some things. It ain't no yeah. su- they ain't suffering and waiting. It ain't the real suffering. It ain't the seven years. It ain't of. the seven years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could be in a year of uh hey. we could just stay with Nick for the next five years and yeah, stack right, up. Look,
1: Nick ain't having that. You
0: know what I'm saying? It's just different. It's this, just gonna
1: different. A, this gonna hand you this hand you a lease a he lease termination of, like,
0: yeah.
2: an
1: eviction notice. Now like, no, you can come yeah. home. It's gonna be on that door in red warning eviction like, notice. I'm, I'm gonna
2: be like Lewis. Uh, hey, boy, uh, back in
1: my day, he gonna start giving him a Lewis speeches. No, he gonna start waking everybody right, up at five o'clock in the morning, with y'all's beds made. When you got to go back to the when you got a
2: family, you need to provide a <laughs> space for your family. You know, Lewis <laughs> make up a story. I built a house. My it was yeah. in the Bible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I went oh, see that's him yesterday.
1: That's, uh, that's awesome.
0: He, he's doing good. He, uh, I got him two fish fillets. Uh-oh. He was happy.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, he uh, was real happy. He smoked. Lewis is about 90 now, ain't he?
0: Man, he's something like that. He done lived
2: through the whole old Man, he done, <laughs> old <text.
1: laughs> he done lived through eight generations. <laughs> boy.
0: Man, look, so um, uh, real quick, this Sunday is Mother's Day. Uh, Man, we're celebrating all the mothers Um, I went and seen mine yesterday Keep her in prayer She's having hip surgery Hip replacement surgery She's getting a new hip Uh, My, you know, my wife um, Just all the moms we know, man It's just a very um, unique time to celebrate moms I mean, I think it's just like dads Like when it's Father's Day I think that they should be celebrated on the highest uh, level Are those uh,
2: pictures true? Mother's Day uh, all-out Father's Day <laughs> egg sandwich. Oh,
0: I, yeah, think it should, it. I think it should be the other way around. <laughs> that's, hey, that's what it is. Girl, I'm
2: telling you, I think dads
0: should be treated like kings on Father's Day. Father's yeah. Day I'm is a uh, quality time. I'm talking about, look, honey, what you want to wear tomorrow, uh, how hot you want your bath water, what you want to eat. I'm saying because, look, if you got you, a, look, a real man, there's a scarcity of real men.
1: It's it's called it's called husband. Yeah, that's what it translates to. Does it? I mean, that's that's what I, maybe I'm, I'm making it up. Man, that sounded that good though. But that sounds Hus good. Husband actually bonds the family together. That sounds together. good, don't it? That real so, good. Um, meaning we we are a real husband is supposed to be the glue and the bond right. to keep everybody like together in instruction. Were you hearing that, Jew? I mean, I've been reading a lot lately. Man, I you know like that, Jew. It just but, did uh, something to me.
0: But Let's you bond. Know what I mean,
1: but think about it. That's what we're called to do. And if you're not bonding your family, if you're not doing the best you can to to bond your family, understanding that the 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 the, the sole provider is ultimately the Lord, but He's using you. That it is a privilege to be a dad. It's a privilege to serve your wife and be a father. So understand, again, guys, it is a privilege to live, it is a privilege to breathe the air we breathe. When you get to that place and you see everything is a privilege, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. life is going to be different for you. I get to, I don't have to. Yeah, I get to, I don't have to. Life is going to be different for you, so that's right. Um, I mean, that's that's all I
0: got for. So today, for so. the Mother's Day, uh, is the First Lady ain't getting the Palisade? Heck no.
1: We going to more today. Call them up, run them up Palisade yeah. right now. That's
0: what she did for you. I'm telling you, she was running around crazy. How for much are day. they
1: right now? Let's see how much a used Palisade is.
0: I don't think they're even. You can't even get them used. They yeah, high. you can. Not with the plush seats. <laughs> she don't, she wants the big. How you spell
1: it? A L.
0: I oh, don't know. she wants the big. Look, uh, look,
1: all I, look, all I had to do is just put in Use P-A-L and That's what comes up.
0: Oh yeah. Look, pa- I mean,
1: look them up. I mean, they fire.
0: They are.
1: You can get a used one for thirty four bands. There you go, Nick. Nick, you can <laughs> trade the car in. You can trade the. You might be able to get them for cheaper than that for real.
0: Yeah, all you got to do is trade the Nissan in. Nick, Nick ain't hearing anything <laughs> we're saying.
1: Get
2: like, them in a few
0: years. Uh, when Let's it gets see. when it drops down a little bit. What year is that? They know. What year is that? Ooh. Oh yeah, but Nick is right, just in a few years that'll be the whole thing.
1: Oh yeah, a few years there'll be something else. That, hey, be I'm gonna tell
0: you what's fire. The new Chrysler vans, the new Toyota vans, the twenty twenty ones, I'm telling you, they are so nice. They look like a they look like a hybrid between a van and the SUV. Like yeah. they got they got certain cuts in it that don't make it look like a van no more. I mean they are bad. Look it up. What is
1: it?
2: 2021 Toyota. Me and my family. Or we're trying, a Chrysler. We are trying to buy assets, not liabilities. We gonna mm. we 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 get into real estate soon. you yeah, already got man, uh, go sell, liabilities. Go, all right,
1: we well, go sell your car and buy a car you can just drive around in a little bucket.
2: <laughs> I did that, man. You man just, it had to mean mechanic many mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> look, because it's gonna cost you, ain't you? I 2021. I said, well, look, I got to get a car. I ain't no mechanic. Chrysler.
0: Yeah, hey, that's the problem. So, any decision you make, it's going to cost you uh, uh, one way or another, that's right?
2: That's what I was doing. I was buying old trucks and cars. I said, man, I had to work on cars every month now. Hey, the- uh-huh. Yeah, that looks All smooth. Right. No, that ain't. You got to look up the Toyota.
0: That ain't the right one. That looks like a handicap van. All right, I got to go. All right, so, what, what you got going out? I got Straight me- dad I talk. Need Vans, it. Vans, Vans, SUVs, people hollers. <laughs> Who said that? Paul Johnson, man, dads on Father's Day we
2: get a, we get we get a uh, quality. They do look at look that. smooth. Hey, it is, ain't it? i telling ahead, you. Man. We get quality time, like on uh, Christmas, we might get some boxers. I, <laughs> don't you know, give, you, don't, don't <laughs> give, don't don't get <laughs> You knew how I was, how I
1: knew I was getting old It's whenever I sat back and, and was just able to be blessed to see my kids open up gifts. Yeah, I didn't even care what Father's I got. Father's
0: Day is different. Yeah,
1: like, I get it, but I mean,
0: man, I, for Father's Day, look, women show out.
2: When I'm I say show out. Show all the way out. I don't hey, dog even,
1: when you used to it. I don't it.
2: even like it. I like thoughtfulness. Like, that's what I'm saying. Show really all the way out. You should go all the way out. Into what you, you know do. what I'm
0: saying? Like, go all the way out. I mean, go over the top.
1: Yeah, like being a freak.
0: Pull up with it. Huh? <laughs> go. hey, we got <laughs> we go. we got <laughs> to. I we go. mean, we're
1: married. Is there anything we're wrong married. with that? Uh, that's right. Sure. That's
0: right. Anything else, Drew? <laughs> like,
1: bless me. Go.
0: Bless <laughs> me. Bless me. Y'all have a good week. All right, peace. Trust the process. Don't rush the process. I have been in hell and back
2: more than a couple times. Yeah, it's true, but I'm headed to the finish line. So the mind never stops when it comes to minds. God gave me this light, I'ma let it shine. Put the weights on the bar, man, dinner time. The pain don't do anything but energize. Right now is the time, ain't a better time. Man, I'm about to go hard. Hammer my time. Yeah. That you know it, I made a decision and now I'm devoted. I'm in for the people. You hear it, they voted. I try to stay humble while keeping my focus. And tell me slow down, I say thank you. It's noted. I'ma speed up for my family. Notice, I am right here just to put you on notice. If history's written, I guess I just wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Call me regular.